Hello everyone, this is Anvesh Prohit and you're listening to my audio blogs on Spotify. Do subscribe to my blog, it is filled with um, interesting stories and articles. Thank you so much. A lo-fi buzz on a summer afternoon, youthful chatter of the wild considering themselves the outcasts skateboarding down the lane with a couple of graphic grunge t-shirts paired with the latest bands with not a single thing to worry about and a lot of things to express and talk about. If you are thinking that I'm running aloof with my lo-fi unorthodoxy, it's may hold true but in reality I was just imprinting a pop culture painting of the lost times when skateboarding, West Coast rap, free speech and a new pair of old school sneakers held the utmost curiosity of the youth. The -the off-the-wall story is a blatant dive into the 80s when brothers Paul Van Doren and Jim Van Doren's Van Doren Rubber Company started in 1966 later metamorphosed into the popular name coined by the people Vans made a stand in the podium and connected the pop culture artistic nature of the free thinkers of the society to entrepreneurship and built a company that is still referred to as one of the greatest sneaker brands to ever exist which slowly progressed into the cult legendary status with hundreds and thousands of fans celebrating its existence around the world. People genuinely embraced the skate culture in the mid-1970s when skaters had shown a keen interest in the elastic-soled canvas shoes. The name Vans was instituted when individuals would say how about we head over to Vans and snatch some shoes, Vans took the epithet and went for it. And that culturally evolved into the name we are familiar with now. The 70s didn't ease up on skate culture, with Vans appearing old school in 1977, the main skate shoe with calfskin boards for strength and a jazz stripe at the edge. The shoe brand we know and love as Vans really began as the Van Doren Rubber Company, in Anaheim, California. Van Doren Rubber had practical experience and the brand security in making deck shoes with grippy elastic soles. At that point, in 1976, Vans broke out the era shoe planned by Tony Alva and Stacey Peralta with a cushioned collar and diverse shading mixes. According to Shred Shop, in spite of the fact that Vans weren't initially planned considering skating, skateboarders immediately embraced them. Being in Southern California while skating was in prevalence, they were in the perfect spot at the perfect time. Two of the primary skateboarders to ride their shoes were Tony Alva and Stacy Peralta. Their names are the appropriate conditioning to the -the off-the-wall story because their opinions at that time was taken as a word when it came to the art of skateboarding. Vans got them on board and the crafty and raw advertising dropping the skateboarding legends' names did help them attract a lot of audience. A classic late 70s navy-slash-red bands advertisement with Stacy Peralta endorsing the brand. They took the first style number 44 shoe and added slight cushioning to the collar, made a couple of little changes to plan the style number 95 regularly known as the era. Thus making the Vans era the main skate shoe planned by skateboarders. The initial days of Vans are a bit of a haze when compared to the status of the company right now. On the first day of opening, they could show only three styles of shoes, which were valued somewhere in the range of $2.49 and $4.99, however on the first day of the season, the organization had just produced show models with no stock prepared to sell, the store rack boxes were really unfilled. On first day of the season, Paul Van Doren needed more change to give clients. So he disclosed to them that they can take the shoes home and just return the following day to pay. The next day, every one of the clients returned to pay. The thing with culturally appropriated and approved companies like Vans, 
supreme, vape and off-white is the fact that all of them targeted the niche sectors of the society with future-oriented irrigation of ideas connoting the youth and mainstreaming the forward ideological lifestyle guaranteeing the people a fresh look to express their opinions. Nauseous patience of 51 years till Vans revealed the real meaning behind the off-the-wall phrase underneath their logo. Skaters in the mid-1970s invented the word off-the-wall to describe landing new tricks in vacant pools by simply skating off the wall. At the point, skateboarders were outcasts in society, expressing themselves in the theme of their sport. These individuals were not only the founders of skateboarding, but they also lived and breathed inspiration through music and fashion. This phrase has wielded out into a broader perception after Vans crossed the $2 billion mark in 2015. Doug Palladini, the global brand president of Vans says and I quote we are no longer just a skateboarding brand. We've become a broader lifestyle brand, explains global brand president Doug Palladini, who says that while off the wall still retains every ounce of its skateboarding etymology, the new campaign explores and defines the phrase's evolution, and how it's come to define everyone who buys Vans. The phrase I always use is off the wall is a state of mind, as the brand that wants to be the global icon of youth culture, we're very much focused on that powerful point of view that thinking differently and being a true individual is really an important thing to us. Well, the off the wall story was just a small segment of the history of the brand that influenced me a lot to blog about with respect to the early days of the company and how it connected with the youth. This commendable history of more than 50 years relates to the equation of humble upbringings of companies making it big in the real market.